0: All right, we're live. All right, what's up, everybody? It's Eddie for show episode 197. Live as always, Adam the Meltzer left to me. Uh, Hello. Tonight we have special guest. Uh just fucking butcher's name. Aminius. Yeah, I, I tried. I, I can't either. Aminius Irif Fineo, a.k.a. Casey. You know him as Casey G. We know him as uh, Aminius Irif Finial. Uh, who just gave me his book the other day? I started reading a little bit of it. Um, it is, uh, I believe it was. It's, it got released. Pen name only, please. Yes, of course. As I say, his first name. He uh, tells me he sends me a message. Pen name only. All right. I mean, he's Eric Finio will be joining us in about 15 minutes We're talking about his new book that came out um, last week. He was at the book fair. He brought me in a copy. He autographed it, and. Um, I started reading a little bit of it. So uh, that is my I objective. Want to, I
1: want to read this damn thing. Uh, he's, he's supposed to give you a copy for me to read.
0: Yeah, we'll get you a copy. That. All a right, did, point.
1: Did, has he ever told us why he settled on that pen name?
0: Uh, we could ask him tonight.
1: I think that's a great idea. A I, really question, know where I
0: don't think he's ever told me of all these years. I think he kind of just, uh, you know. And when you Google that name, there's a lot of people that come up on that name. He may be yeah. the child's river killer for all we know. <laughs> I don't think he has it in him though. I can't picture a murder or anything.
1: uh well he is well he is quiet, he is isolated, so maybe
0: too much of a whimsical soul.
1: Maybe he's gotta like just every once in a while let it out, you
0: know. That's a good possibility could be wow. one of those guys who's very chaotic. Maybe. But uh yeah. Oh, it's fucking Wednesday. This week's dragon. Bye. Wow. I think it's great. Still haven't found that guy yet. He's still missing.
1: Oh, yeah, they got dogged the a bounty hunter on him now.
0: Oh, wow. Dog. Can't wait. The guy who was a bounty hunter in Hawaii. How far could someone go in Hawaii?
1: Although, I think it's funny that he found a clue before the regular police did. Wow.
0: What so, was his clue?
1: No, it was about the campsite. Like, he was, he was able to determine that, like, three people went in and two people came out. And this was after she disappeared. They went camping.
0: Oh, no, it was his family.
1: Yeah, but like, one person didn't leave.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the police already knew that.
1: I know. Well, that didn't come out. He's It was, it was broke by him, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. the police didn't want to release And then the police fucking person. call him and
0: go, <laughs> asshole, why are you releasing what? all this fucking information
1: for Yeah, me? right. That's going to be it. Yeah, that's true.
0: It's just like, you know, like, I don't know. Remember that TikTok girl who used to come into the bar all the time?
1: Oh, how could I forget? The one that I thought was like freaking yeah. she was
0: in the, 50? She, she was, uh, I don't know if I should tell this story, but she was in the news the other day. And Because uh, like she's like uh, some ca- doing some kind of um, law for for someone. She's a okay. lawyer for some right. case in Boston. And I could be wrong, but I feel like when they were interviewing her outside the code, hide, she pretty much told the entire her whole entire defense. <laughs> like, I, I, it's a good part. I think this is what I, I think that's what I, I heard. And what? I had some, some <laughs> other ears hear it as well. And uh, we came to the conclusion that um, I, I feel like she gave enough information while she was talking to the news that if I was a prosecutor, I would be able to know exactly what the targets were going to be. And be you'll, have to to, you'll
1: have to that. tell me more off air tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I'll have to find the uh, <laughs> clip too. It's like on Fox News. And I get a message from uh, my mother. And she's like, hey, so and so's on. And then I got, went back to the old, old bar and passed the message along. And people are like, oh, yeah, we've seen it. I was like, ooh, that's interesting. But uh yeah, it'll be very vague because you know it's an ongoing case. I don't want to give any information. Yeah, I'm sure the police knew that three went in and two came out, and that's why they but here's the thing. So if they know, like thank you, dog the bounty hunter. Like if they know shit, like they, they don't want the family to know. Now if the family now now the family knows that they know that three went in and two came out. Now that the family can build a case to defend why that what happened. I,
1: I, I will say though I think having dog the bounty hunter on this thing is actually a great idea only because it might push the law enforcement to work harder cuz they certainly wouldn't want him to catch him before they do <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like shit we can't let this guy like actually get ahead of us you know well it,
0: in his defense he's only guilty of debit card fraud right now right now slapping the wrist he just, yeah. he's he's what should get for question i just don't understand why it isn't have a trail on him the entire time they knew where he was they seen him at the house mowing the lawn but then they lost track of him like you could still follow someone without having to bring him in
1: well I think it was stupid in the, in the first place for them to even name him a person of interest they should have just grabbed him because but they scared him off essentially yeah. you know
0: I still don't think he. I think there's a good chance he still didn't do it though
1: possibly but I, uh... I mean cause there's
0: nothing about those other two girls that were murdered like 10 miles away and they haven't found that person yet but this it's not be... helping
1: that he's not turning himself no. in. Resources and money are being wasted. Oh. It's just Although new people, they just found this guy's body kind of close to her body. Yeah, it's completely unrelated. But they're finding now other people, other cases are being. I
0: feel like very, this right. guy is either this guy's a fucking serial killer and he's like responsible for all of them, which would be pretty damn impressive. Mm-hmm. Which I highly doubt as well. Yeah, This guy's a different
1: time frame. It was a, different he's a victim
0: time of the wrong place at the very, very wrong time. Yeah. Like this could have been as easy as they got in a fight and she stormed out of the van. And to prove a point, like girls sometimes do, and they get stubborn and like, oh, "I'm gonna walk away." Like, like I've had a girlfriend at some time decide she was just gonna get off the train in Harlem and walk down fucking 195th Street or 98th Street yeah. in the middle of the night. And I said that's probably a bad idea. So what do you have to do? You have to go follow her. Now this kid could have been like, "Oh fuck it, go for a walk or whatever like that." And he wakes up, she never came back.
2: Yeah,
0: it's a panic. I don't know. And like, if you never murdered someone or been accused of murder before, um. Or have no really, you know, idea of the law on how to approach it. Because you know what you know what they do is they bring you in and the prosecution doesn't ever want to make a case. They just want to have a they just want to plea, right? So they'll be like, they'll play it off like they think you like they know that you did it, like they have evidence that you did it. And yeah. you could be sitting there and you'd be scared, like, oh, okay, um, yeah, okay, we'll we'll there, play grill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they just grilling and grilly and they try to pick you a pot and stuff like this, and then because they don't want to go to trial, they just want you to plea. You know what yeah. I mean? They just want to make a nice and easy cut. You know, make a kind of deal with you. But if you truly didn't do it, I mean, that's some scary shit.
1: Yeah, it's fucked up. It's like the Amanda Knox case. I'm I actually don't believe Amanda Knox actually killed that woman. But he was the, the one
0: in Italy, right? With the roommate. The yeah, I don't think went she, bad.
1: She didn't do it at all. The, the Italian. Here's the thing. The Italians over there, they're. Uh, their justice system is completely fucked. Like they recently just convicted like a bunch of seismologists for manslaughter for not predicting, predicting an earthquake properly. Yeah. That's how bad it is. And like that case, like even if you watch like the video of the scene, like they're contaminating evidence over and over. There was also semen found like on the pillow that like wasn't tested. Like oh, they, good. they thought they, they, they fingered her first. And then yeah, when it got to the point where, it looked like it wasn't or it didn't matter because they already went in that direction. Like, no, it has to be Yeah, they person. already
0: made a decision. Yeah. They committed.
1: So we have to stick to it. Like, even though evidence was definitely pointing to somebody else.
0: Well, most countries you're guilty until proven innocent. So it's like yeah. the opposite. So they throw you in, they can take you in anytime you want. Um, yeah. I think I think that case was a threesome that went bad. I think they were high on drugs or something, and you know, they were popping some she kind wasn't of
1: wasn't like, even
0: there. You don't think she was even there?
1: She wasn't even there. No. No, she she got she... Off,
0: though, right? I mean
1: It was overturned, like the whole thing took place like in in a span of eight years when she was in jail. Then it went to the higher court in Italy. She was found innocent. Then it went back to the other part of Italy. She was found guilty. And then it was overturned yet again from the higher court of
0: Italy. It was really fucked. Back and forth enough times. There's enough evidence for benefit of the Delta. Maybe it didn't happen.
1: Well, they did this whole like slander campaign too. They're like, oh, it was around Halloween and she likes to have sex. It was part of a sex cult thing. And it was really it had no basis whatsoever for that whatsoever.
0: Maybe she liked to have sex. Like, what's does make her a bad person?
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's,
0: uh... There's plenty of situations that people may have been in where they go into these sex clubs and something may have happened. And then all of a sudden the cops show up and you don't know what to do. Yeah. It's as easy as that. I, 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 like I said, I, I, I strongly, I usually have a good feeling about these things. I really don't think this kid did it. I think he was. And it's just based on a few things. This is based on watching her YouTube videos and looking and she being like a me, me, me type of person. Like, like she thinks she has to me, she has this idea that she was not going to have to work another day or in her life and she was just going to go and become a YouTube star somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's the impression that I get uh, from uh, the videos. And then obviously the the body cam stuff and like his mannerisms compared to her manner. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the psychologically breakdown, like if it's like, oh, well, OK. And then just be in there, experiencing something like that in real time. Um, Uh, I would say, and I I mean, I know you're saying like you should turn yourself in or something like that, but like to turn yourself in for what, you know, what's exactly if it's it's not
1: that bad. And right now it's just that it really won't be You're wasting resources and money. Yeah. Maybe just
0: holding up to like, they find more evidence that helps them.
1: There's also the possibility the police have more than they're telling us now. That's also a possibility too. Know, a,
0: I, unless fucking dog doesn't keep his mouth shut.
1: I, I would bet that they. I think they have something that we're gonna find out like months from now that they know now.
0: Oh, kill dog Devanihana. Gonna take him out because he's spilling the beans. Dog Devanihana hasn't been hasn't been relevant in what probably a decade at this point.
1: I know, right? Yeah. Like where did yeah. he come from? I don't know. Just looking at that guy's skin looks like leather. Like he's been tanned he for, like, every head. day of his life.
0: Yeah. His, okay. remember his chubby wife she was fat for a little while then she was skinny then she was fat again she ended up dying the that's daughter, right daughter was a hot for a uh, smoke show on that, that show the blonde chick
1: is she fat now i'm assuming she's oh, fat because both her, her her parents are fat so i'm assuming she got
0: fat yeah like weird names like indian names like i don't even think they're indian like you know, yeah. some weird shit going on
1: kind of like duck dynasty didn't he like say something like racial and then that's his oh. show was gone was it something like that
0: yeah i was already a millionaire for making those stupid duck whistles like, that's the thing. They made their money on inventing this whistle that tracks ducks. Roger oh, track- Bounty
1: Hunter? Really?
0: No, um, the Duck Dynasty people. Oh, Duck Dynasty. Yeah, yeah.
1: That was a huge fad for a while. I never got into that show, but a lot of people
0: did. You remember the guy at the wedding? Oh, Did you go to the after party at the wedding? You were at the after party, weren't you? At the cabin? Everyone went after. Oh, them. yeah. Yeah. And the guy from Louisiana was walking around in his Duck Dynasty pants and a full-blown erection. How can you miss? Uh, I,
1: rem- I The Duck Dynasty thing sounds familiar, yeah. but I do not he was, remember a full-blown erection. Got
0: with the glasses, he was walking around, he had a full-blown boner, and he was like knocking shit off the tables and everything. And everyone's like, Jesus Christ, this guy, we're on the way today.
1: No, I, I was more concerned about your cousin dying because his face was so red. That's what I was more concerned about because he's oh. always having an allergic reaction <laughs> or something. That I was more concerned about that than anything else.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just turns bright red when he drinks. He's like an Asian guy. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> an Asian Speaking of Asians, I uh, puked at the sox game on Saturday. It was fun. I had to get right into the emergency tent. Are you serious? Yeah, that's why I texted. Did you get any text? I saw. I
1: saw something about you puking. I didn't see. I didn't see anything about an emergency tent.
0: Yeah, I, I saw like to...
1: that. You just got sick. I just thought maybe you had too much to drink. and You and Eric were being just drunks, and you just Yeah, I was with my up. kid. Oh fuck.
0: Yeah, I got heat exhaustion. I almost passed out on the concourse.
1: Oh shit, dude. That's yeah, that's uh, the
0: fourth I went for a walk. We I mean, were walking around and all of a sudden like I just I had to sit down I was getting so dizzy. Then I had this like pounding migraine and then I couldn't even stand. So I was like, shit, I, I go to, like the fucking emergency tent.
1: So question, that's not usually a mistake you make. Like, I'm just curious how you did that. Like, I, I mean, I've seen you drink a lot. How come this one day I didn't with, drink.
0: Oh, I wasn't drinking. I had the kid.
1: Wow, that's even stranger. Yeah, he was... just
0: dehydrated. Yeah, the, uh, that's what the AMT said. He's so you get dehydrated and had the heat stroke. So he pretty that sounds much sounds had miles terrifying. heat stroke.
1: That sounds terrifying.
0: Oh yeah, I was in the fucking uh, emergency. I was in the like the emergency like uh, room that they had at the uh, stadium for like an inning and a half. Oh shit, dude! Throwing up into a bag. Oh damn. Yeah, I had to have Powers to drive the car back to a uh, freaking Revere to get his car. That sucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was nice, nice little fucking day. That's a throw up at that new stadium. Then I got to shit at Gillette the next day, which was. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't shit though, the that toilet was shit. terrible. I don't know how you get into a stadium before it even the game even starts. Like you're in there like 45 minutes before the game even starts, and the men's room toilets are already clogged.
1: Yeah.
0: Like it looks like looks like a, 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 there was like a miscarriage in the fucking. Car. It's like a
1: horror movie. It was terrible. Yeah.
0: I was like I was looking at the toilet. I was like, how is this happened already? The game hasn't even started yet. It was like 45 minutes till kickoff. Hmm. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. I can't tell you the great thing about Gillette stadium. I didn't see, I seen one mask the entire time.
1: Yeah. That's always mm-hmm. awesome. Like I didn't know at the wedding I was at. I didn't hear the word COVID once. Oh, I didn't yeah. see a mask once I did stay there too. I ended up all staying. the bride
0: didn't make all the guests get a COVID test before you went over. That's a new thing. Now the brides are doing, they're making all their guests have a negative it was great. garden.
1: No, but I didn't even hear the word COVID once. It was, it was awesome. Good. And I did stay at the hotel. Cause I, I, I went to the rehearsal dinner the night before, and I drove home that night after the rehearsal dinner. And I was like, it was just this windy, dark, hey, long road. Know like, like a
0: half hour, 45 minutes from where you were. Half are?
1: hour. It's not that long. Of a yeah. A but
0: yeah. But yeah, it's not a direct route. It's all back roads, isn't it?
1: Exactly. It's just this dark, windy road. And I'm like, I'm not doing this tomorrow. It's two in the morning. Fuck it. So the minute I got home, I just booked a room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's cheaper than fucking having to go to court the next day for a fucking Dewey. Exactly. And all you had to do is you, you could have been perfectly fine and just your blood alcohol level was like that smidgen over like you were yeah. completely capable of operating a motor vehicle by any issues that's what exactly. they get it's the worst if i'm gonna get pulled over and get dewy i, I better be like borderline dead yeah i like i have this habit right?
1: of like after i waltzed into my room after the wedding i don't it's not a question of what i drank it it's not a question of what i drank it's what i didn't drink that yeah night. i had fucking everything but the thing is before my speech I didn't have that much because I really wanted to nail the speech. I didn't even have it written. I had it memorized and I, I killed it. I did. I, I freaking killed it on my speech. Right. And the minute after I was done, I fucking sat down and just started slamming the champagne, slamming my wine. Cause I was just so relieved it was over. Yeah. And like, just drank pretty much throughout the rest of the night. But I, I go into my, I waltz into my room at like three in the morning hammered. And I always have a habit of turning on the television and finding like these weird sort of documentaries on late at night that are just weird yeah Even interesting excuse me i was so i caught this like cnbc thing on mike the situation basically what a douchey is right? and that was
0: prison time and all that stuff
1: his tax evasion and yeah. like how he was like i didn't know i did not know and there was this, the prosecutor was like oh he knew because what he was doing was yeah. he was basically i guess like he had all this cash and what someone had someone put it in his head that if he went to all these various banks and deposited less than a million dollars, nobody would catch on to that. Like yeah. he was moving money in a way that was odd. So yeah. he would do that, and it's like he'd make a deposit at this bank and then another bank, another bank, like all like 995. But like,
0: yeah, but like you're getting that money from somewhere, right? And I'm sure like you're getting it from like either you know, like MTV's giving you a W, like a two uh, at the end of the year, or like or 1099. So you're getting a bunch of 1099s from a bunch of like commercials and stuff you're doing and stuff.
1: But this isn't the shit, but he wasn't claiming it. That's the thing. And he was told that if he made the deposits less than a million dollars, something like that, nobody would notice.
0: He thinks the IRS would just ignore the fact that he had a stack of 1099s that he had to claim that. Yeah, made.
1: pretty much. Yeah. Right. That's,
0: that's what I hate about 1099. I think it was, I think it's 1099. It's like when they, they, they give you the money up front, but you have to go pay the taxes at the end of the year. Yeah. So like he was given all this money up front and then you're responsible to file these 1099s. And then you have obviously you have an incorporate you incorporate yourself as to a business. And then he just write shit off to make sure the comp it's, it's, it's basically business one-on-one that all he had to do was hire a good CPA to do it. But he had his fucking what, cousin do it. It was his Is brother. His cousin? brother. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think it was his like brother.
0: Yeah. yeah. I get this idea. We just put our money in different banks and they don't know how much money we have. But keep it under a 1000000 in
1: like, like whatever. So he's like driving around going to all these banks do it. And, and like then the prosecutor's like, yeah, it doesn't work
0: that way. How many banks you <laughs> forgot he put money in? It was like six, seven of them. Yeah, imagine if he, like, he forgot he put like a million in. The, like, if we lost track of the banks, so we had accounts. Like, I'm sure he wasn't keeping like fucking his uh portfolio intact, like knowing how much money he had anywhere.
1: Yeah. Moron. That was, moron. Oh, it
0: was funny. Oh yeah, CPA would have told him, if you want to avoid paying taxes, fucking invest it into fucking stocks. Do something. <laughs> Buy real estate.
1: Yeah, listen to his freaking Guido brother. Yeah. Well, I
0: get this idea. We're just going to put in different, put in what's that's a, that's a, oh, God, what a fucking moronic thing to do.
1: Oh, the um the waiter, one of the waiters at the the rehearsal, the re- rehearsal dinner had like he was trying to hide like this really th- really thick Boston accent. You could tell, but it was funny. He's like, Yeah, most of the people get the pork here, but it's like five things that are better. <laughs> it was yeah. like really thick.
0: Fucking guy, <laughs> like, Bro, we're like you, you realize where you are. It's like you're in fucking San Diego and you're gonna hide the accent. I wanted to ask everyone him, else. Where, where, where are you from? K- Charlestown? <laughs> fucking Tony
1: I'm from Kansas.
0: Wearing his best outfit. Speaking of guys with his best outfit, right now we're gonna bring in Aminius finial
1: This beer is fucking great. What is I love this. Damn Adams. Uh, what? Jacko. Oh, we got Sam that
0: tap at the uh at the bar.
1: I fucking love Jacko. Good.
0: it's actually not bad. Ladies right and gentlemen, right Aminius yeah. L or, I'll, right. yeah Hello, sir. How are you doing?
2: I can't complain yet. It's too early.
0: I gotta say this is uh what the fuck? seventh time in the history of the program of all the episodes we have. You probably appear in this podcast, well, seven times, I would say. Give or take. I mean, I think Ford yeah. just on this version of the show and then a couple times before in the on, in studio show, so.
1: This is his third yeah. post-Eric's death.
0: Yeah, Eric's still dead, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know, you, you don't just come back from dying, unfortunately.
0: He actually drove my Jeep home on Saturday, which was very interesting, having a dead guy drive you and your kid home, so.
2: Yeah, uh, very very tragic.
0: It is. Yeah. So uh, last time we talked was last week, and you went to the uh, was that, it was a what the hell was it? It Was like a fair or something like that, right? You were selling the book.
2: Yeah, uh, it was the uh, Revere Fall Festival.
0: That's right. And how'd that go? Pretty good, right?
2: Uh, I did pretty well actually, Be- better than I expected. But I think I was uh, over preparing and I brought way too many books. Oh, <laughs> yeah. too many
0: to not enough, I guess. But how does that work when you're in a fair, like uh, like a festival or a fair or something like that? People just kind of bounce. What did you? Did you have a table set up? Is that what you did? Uh yep. I
2: had a table. Uh, I had a couple of boxes. Nothing. Nothing too fancy. I'm like everybody else on the on yeah. the, the stretch because you know, don't exactly have the finances for one of those like large uh, large post signs yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming next, eventually.
0: Nice. Yeah, it's got. It's exactly- margaritas. What'd you say we
1: still have to do margaritas and have Casey
0: to do. Yeah, well, I'll be doing it for the life. We're working on it. I'm. It's fucking been busy as hell. Renovations in the house and stuff. You know, dealing with dead people, Casey. You know how just... this. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, so 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 that's cool. So people just walked around and where they just ask you questions about the book and it's kind of.
2: Oh, uh, you know, just uh, ask some questions and you know give a quick uh, elevator pitch. That's about it.
0: Did you have to buy the table there. Is that all works? Like buy a spot there, like or um. Or this it, one was different.
2: Out? I didn't have to pay for a spot, but I did have to provide my own my own table. Uh, um, oh yeah, so I, I yeah, I imagine like other traditional fairs, uh, I'd I'd have to pay for a spot.
0: Yeah, because I know most of those, like you go to like the home show, the boat show, or something like that. Like yeah, venue. you gotta
2: like pay 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 for the space up front. Yeah, um, that's kind of what what I'm working on right now I was trying to get a, a day or two. Uh, uh, to rent out some space at UMass Boston. Okay. Uh, hopefully, you know, like maybe like a week or two before Thanksgiving break.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I tried to do a I was gonna do a wedding uh, convention. They you know, like they have the fizz, like the wedding fizz You go in there and shit. And they have all the DJs and all the fenders. They wanted like eighteen hundred dollars for a table for me to go and set up my like shit and sell stuff. Which in reality, if I if I sold one wedding that week it would have like but it would have paid for itself That's true you know. Yeah. but you're banking on you're selling a wedding so it's like well how you know what i mean like i i know like i if i was going and i was looking for a dj i probably wouldn't get one that it was advertising and it wouldn't i would just go word of mouth type shit you know what i mean so it's like is it worth the money is it not but for yeah. something like you yeah you have it's to like,
2: risk reward you know
0: yeah exactly yeah. It's, i mean yeah. it's-,
2: <laughs> it's so yeah i, I mean you know I mean, granted, you know, I can only make so much money per book.
0: Um, <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. But, you have an advertising budget that kind of reflects the one way or another, too. So it's like, all right, you know, how much do I going spend know. on promotions? You yeah. should get a billboard like on Broadway Revere.
2: Yeah, I think that's slightly out of my price range at the moment. Uh, as of right now, uh, my marketing budgets, um, apart from minuscule things here and there. Yeah is dedicated towards ads uh facebook and amazon targeting ads
0: how's the um, amazon sales i is that the best way to buy it just through amazon click the link and go um, it,
2: it, it's the money. easiest way to find
0: it yeah um well mo- how do you make the most money amazon probably robs you they probably take money off each end yeah um no not not necessarily uh-huh. um Really? Yeah. No. So
2: I go through a distributor. Okay. So yeah. how it works is um, the distributor bit pays at the wholesale price. Okay. Uh, for uh, one book. Okay. Um, at least for now, um, until the prices uh, of paper goods go up, and I think that's going to take effect into November. Yeah. Um, uh, I I make about a buck eighty four per uh, physical book. Okay. And what's All right, the, so,
0: and what's the book sell for? Uh,
2: sixteen ninety nine is the retail price.
0: Where's the other fourteen and change going?
2: Yeah. So a lot of it goes into printing. Yeah. For One, two is when you're paying paying for the wholesale, uh, it has to go into a discount. Okay. So so Amazon. Is not gonna pay sixteen dollars and ninety-nine cents for this.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
2: They're gonna pay eight dollars and fifty cents of that, and then eight out of the eight dollars and fifty cents, I make a buck eighty-nine, the rest goes into printing. Which fun fact is six dollars and sixty-six cents. So, so if you're into that sort of thing,
0: six 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 hmm, actually buy it
2: now until November.
0: So yeah. does Amazon buy them in bulk or they buy them on demand from the distributor um them as they need them th-
2: th- i have noticed that they're buying not necessarily in bulk like t- 20 per pop but uh usually five
0: and who controls that is it someone to amazon just kind of does that that's their yeah, it's
2: just like some s- probably a uh, algorithm with amazon
0: okay interesting yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, cause I always wanted that. Cause remember when Amazon first started years ago? I remember like I don't know, fifteen Books. years ago. Well, what time? I guess Amazon started thirty years ago, but like fifteen years ago, like in the early, late 2010, ah. like uh, 2007, 2006, you could sell shit on Amazon. Like anyone could. Just I was, I was selling. I was at that time I was digitizing all my DVDs and CDs into like mpeg 4s and uh, MP3s. And then I had the albums with like the cover arts and shit. And I really didn't have the space for them, so I was actually selling the original CDs and dvds and they would fluctuate from anywhere from like a dollar a piece to like you know six seven dollars a piece but like i had i kept my own inventory so i never sent anything actually physically to amazon i was responsible for selling and all that stuff but they did give you the option if you wanted to send the shit to their warehouse to sit somewhere and then they would be able to pick it when they needed it but the thing you risk about that how long do they hold it for Do they hold it forever you know what i mean it's like when you're ever gonna get it back they don't sell it so it's like kind of a, like, like a risk reward stuff, but I 94. think a little more advanced on their uh, situation they got going on.
2: Yeah. They're, they're much more
1: advanced now. Yeah. Founded in 94.
0: 94. Yeah, he, that's crazy. Sell fucking yeah. books online. Yeah. There's
2: an online bookstore. it's
0: crazy. Yeah. Like Basil, you're a nerd. Who's going to, who's going to go to an online bookstore? We have. Yeah. Bonds and Nobles and Bodas is killing it right now. Yeah, guy. Oh, guy. Guy, you ever been to a Bonds and Nobles? This place is Dude. great. They have, a, they have a Starbucks in there.
1: It's got Every two floors and an escalator.
0: <laughs> they got people that go in there like myself who go and read books at Starbucks, but don't buy the book.
1: You ever do that? Yeah, I we do that. They will have magazines. Go, like, a magazine
0: section. I used to go in there all the time to kill Me some too. time between classes. I'd go and grab a book and grab a coffee at the Starbucks. And I would sit there, like a little. They had those little reading areas where you can go and check things out and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I would uh, read my book and look through it and stuff. And then I would just put it back on the shelf. and never actually buy the book. Um, I did once take it into the bathroom, like George Costanza, oh. <laughs> episode, where oh. uh, George uh, he was at the bookstore and he took a book into the bathroom. And then they caught him coming out of the bathroom with the book, and they made him pay for it. And it was like a uh, five hundred dollar book on on contemporary uh, compression as that. Oh, and uh, gross. so I did once take a book on um astronomy into the men's room with me while I was there. I had the intentions to buy it originally because I thought it was pretty interesting, and as I was browsing through it on the toilet, I realized this wasn't something for me. So when I left, the bathroom, <laughs> I kind of left the sides. somewhere in the world is a fecal metal filled yeah, up, yeah, um, of astronomy. I couldn't even tell you what the book was, it was about like planets. And asteroids and stuff that I was like, hey, you, that it, stuff you really just,
1: you have just completely changed my perspective on all books at Barnes and Noble.
0: Thank yeah, you. <laughs> I'm fascinated at Barnes and Nobles. I, I I was I was I was actually taken back. I was up at the North Show Mall the other day, and I drove by where the Borders used to be across the street on <clears> 114. <throat> Closed. Donezo. Done. Yep. They knocking on. it down or whatever. But the Barnes and Nobles on Route One for some reason is still contained. And I, I actually went there last Christmas because my mother in law likes books. So that we for for, for Christmas, we always buy her some books. So we have the only place you can actually physically go and get an actual physical book is pretty much Boston Noble.
1: Yeah, the one at Burlington's always bumping too. That oh across the bumping.
0: street from the mall, yeah. yeah the double decker yeah. one.
1: Yep, that one's always bumping. You know what it is? Funko Pops and Legos. They have those. That's... they really
0: well. Do you know they sell Legos now at Best Buy?
1: Oh really? I yeah, that. I went to
0: Best Buy uh, last week because we're looking for a new, we're looking for a nice eighty inch for the living room because we're gonna move the TV into the onto the new outdoor space that we just provided outside, and uh, me and Henry were looking at some big ass TVs in Best Buy, and it was I, I gotta tell you, I don't think that store is gonna be is in for the long run. I think they're, they're pretty much at the end of their run. Their inventory was de- de- depleted. There was barely anything in there. Um, yeah, their selection of it, it yeah. kind of reminds me of Leechmere and service merchandise, and they're at the end or like Circuit City when they were having the closeout sales. Yeah, and so I, I was walking around and I was like, hmm, I go, and then I w- turn a corner and all of a sudden they were selling toys and like Legos and stuff. And I'm like, what the? F-? And it was like in the area where they used to have like appliances and stuff. And I go, they're not doing that anymore. I'm like, yeah. I was very um, shocked to see those type of stuff. There, that's usually what happens to a store when they're approaching the end of the tunnel.
1: I think that uh, like places like Walmart and Target, they'll survive, but the the store size will shrink. Like uh, there's one in Stoneham. It's kind of experimental. It's at Redstone Shopping Center, and it's a Target, but it's like a much smaller, yeah, dense
0: Target. Major city, so Cambridge, downtown Cambridge, Central Square has one. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't have like the big price items. It doesn't have like big furniture shit that you would get like at the regular Target. Which you could yeah. just order it and get it shipped there if you needed it, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Joey was actually supposed to work in an experimental one when he was at the company. He was supposed to go to the one I think may actually maybe in Stoneham. But it's like a yeah, it's like a condensed version of the store.
1: Yeah, that's probably it the future.
0: Keeps, it keeps enough of it to be able to like get stuff, like grow. It's almost like it connects it to like a size of a Walgreens or a CVS, which you have to think they pretty much have the model of the perfect size store because they've been around for so long in that kind of same format. I guess, yes, is exactly exactly the amount of square footage you still wants to run. You because, know,
1: that, that's yeah. probably why Target started selling groceries. Remember, how yeah, you know, some of them really. have grow because people need to always go get groceries. I mean, you can buy those online, but that's the one thing most people are always still going to go get. So, you can,
0: you can justify playing. that extra square footage for uh, groceries. Yeah, like yeah. Walmart does the same exact thing. Like, You ever go to Super Walmart? Yes. It was a fucking gigantic. It's great. It's like Costco. I went <laughs> to one in Texas. We oh, went down to the ballgame. And it was next to us at our hotel. And I had to go over there and buy a shopping. I had to buy a, a, a stroller for Henry because we forgot the stroller. With us. So I got a cheap old, like $15 umbrella, stroller, whatever. And uh, I walked into that place. And I'm going to tell you, it was like a quarter of a mile of, of Walmart. I just kept walking and walking. They had, you name great. it, they had it there.
1: Yeah, it's like a BJ's or Costco. without got yeah, a membership.
0: yeah BJ's there. You could get a blowjob there. It was funny. It
1: was great.
0: <laughs> you should, Casey, you should see the pro the propylactive section they had there. Every variety, flavor, the theme you can think of.
2: Man, I I, I am so glad I missed that.
0: Yeah, I I, I can show you some pictures sometime if you're interested.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just just make sure you got tested. You know me.
0: <laughs> show pop up your book real quick. You show everyone the title again.
2: Voila. All
0: right. Holy grill. Yeah. And you can get this, of course, by searching your name or the book name on Amazon, right?
2: Yep. Um, yep. Amazon, uh, if you just type in the Holy Grail Wars, the first thing that pops up.
0: Good. You, know, you made the algorithm. You beat the algorithm.
2: So, why is, so, that so your why is that your pen name, Casey?
0: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Adam had a good question. He's like, why did you pick Arminius Erfinio as your pen name? Like, what is the background to it?
2: Okay. Well, why is your name Adam? Because that's what my parents named
0: me. Very religious name.
2: <laughs> it is a very religious name.
0: <laughs> very religious. It is a. Uh, I mean, it was the first guy on the planet, technically, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, no, but that, that is a, that's like a name that people yeah. heard before. But that name, why would? Well, I'm just. I was just yeah. curious. I was just. And, aware and
2: Adam go. is also the name of the first first man who screwed humanity up. That's
0: true. Adam did also, suck everything up for us for the rest of our yeah. lives. Yeah. It's yeah. also this, man translates. This to is man all of red your earth. fault.
1: Man of red earth or man of red planet. That's actually of
0: red to planet to.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. it's all his fault.
0: Hey, what's the second name they had? Subtract them?
2: What?
1: Ad- no, where, uh, no where, where did the name come from, though? I really want, I'm curious.
2: Where did the name come from?
1: Yeah. What made you fall on that one?
2: It's Elvish.
1: Okay. All yeah. right. There we go.
2: Yeah. It's Elvish. Yeah. Elvis? Yeah. Elvis, Elvis had a daughter named Arminus Arfeneal.
0: I'm pretty sure it was Priscilla, but <laughs> Lisa Marie Priscilla was his wife. <laughs> oh as...
1: boy! Did
0: you say Elvis or elfish? Elf. Elfish,
1: yes. Elfish. Like elfish. Elf,
0: like the movie with, with uh, Will Ferrell.
2: Not quite that kind of elf. No, more no like, no, like more white. like the Lord of the Rings. Lord kind
0: of, of the of rings. rings. Okay. Yeah, right, you you to ring. put it
2: on a? Yeah. Not, not Santa's elves. No.
0: So did you put your name in a translator in like Elf Talk and that's why came out? Yeah, yeah, more or less. I wonder what my pin name would be.
1: Oh, the, the Covenant comes up when I plug that in. Huh. Is that your other book?
2: Yeah, yeah. it's the other book. That one's actually getting relaunched. And, nice. Yeah.
0: Now, I remember when you first started writing, your books kind of were like in series, right? They kind of like led into each other. Does this one lead in? Is this one a follow-up of any of your prior books? um
2: so yes but uh for one i don't know how long this series will be Mm -hmm. number two this one will have instructions on how to skip the you know if you just want to read uh just a book by itself yeah don't want to get into a series it comes with instructions on how to do that
0: okay yeah all right so and yeah. tell it us like, Give us a little example of what the instruction. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's just just simple. Skip, skip these chapters.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's actually pretty sweet. I like that. Like it's Ooh. almost like within the book itself, it's like a book for dummies. Like you can skip to this if you want. Oh, uh, do you
0: remember like when we were kids, the pick your own adventure goosebump books? Yes. Like you would read a story and it'd be like, if you want Bob to take a right down the trail, turn the page. So and so, if you want Bob to take a left down the trail. Turn the page, so and so, and then you'd be constantly just, you're trying to find the adventure. You're going, you're like, where's this guy going to go? And then, like, at what point do the things line up and they're the same?
2: I have no idea.
0: That was so. Ba- basically, you just ba- so skip to chapter thirteen and continue from there.
2: Um. Nope. Uh, so, I want to say so. If you just want to read just one book, yeah. uh, You'll skip the following chapters. Three five six
0: eight thirteen fourteen and nineteen. So why aren't they why why aren't they in order? Like, so I'll read chapter one, two, but I'll skip three, read four, and then skip five. Yeah, so what is so this just this back? Was it go like you know, goes back um, into time or something like a backflash or
2: nope. No, nope. uh, so those chapters uh, deal with a different plot that leads into that leads into the series. Okay. the, the bulk of the story, um, and the the standalone adventure, if you will, uh, are the story are the chapters that that you would read by themselves. Gotcha. So the chapters that I just listed off, you would only skip those if you just want to read one book and don't want to get invested into a series.
0: So is, and where does this fall in the series?
2: Book number one.
0: Oh, okay. So this is the beginning. beginning, So what's, so, all right. So what what would be the downfall if you did read everything and just didn't want to get into the series? Would you just have a lot of loose ends?
2: Right. Well, I wouldn't say you have a lot of loose ends, but, but you've got a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't say that. Um, so, I get a lot
0: of questions every morning when I look in the mirror. Th-
2: that is also true.
0: No one's writing books about me yet.
1: I have a lot of questions when I have sex without a condom and I look down and I'm like, at the
2: morning and I'm like, oh, oh shit.
0: We've been there, right, <laughs> eh, Casey? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, so <laughs> I guess, like, the downside would be you'd have a lot of loose ends.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That solves that problem right there. there you go. Yeah. I'm like, here's the thing. So, I, I, I I'm making an attempt to finish a book. I have never finished a book in my life. I, I made a point to tell everyone that as I am never in my life I've ever finished a book. <laughs> I mean, I probably did when you go back in time when I was like my kid's age, whenever I was five or six, those pop you know, something like that. But never like a actual like official novel or um even the goosebump books when I was a kid, I was really into I was really into collecting the actual book.
1: Yeah, I just um, too.
0: Like the series <laughs> and having a nice I library. Like I don't. Know if, I, I can't turn the camera, but if you look on my, on my wall right here, I have a. I have three shelves of books, right? And it's like anything that ranges from like they're mostly like baseball books, like either baseball stories or baseball uh, research or research um, stuff or you know resources like that. Or there's like architectural books, mostly of pictures and stuff from my when I was in college, um, and a couple of like story books. But I've never actually finished a book, and the reason is because I get I have the ADD. And I'll start reading the book, and I'll, my mind will drain, and I'll forget. So I actually started listening to books on tape. I do it sometimes when I work, and I find that I like, for example, I just started recently listening to uh, 1984 because I really always wanted to read the book, but I never actually had the ability to read because I'm, you know, I'd lose my mind. It's such a co- not really, it's a complicated book, but there's a lot to it. So like, if I'm reading it, I'm like, my mind's not keeping track of shit. But um. Listening to the book, I found that I'm actually really intrigued because the way they describe it and the guy has a British accent who's who's reading it off like off audible. And uh it's actually pretty interesting. Have you you have any interest in ever putting your books like on tape so people can listen?
2: Uh yes. I actually have plans to turn this one into an audiobook. Um, I am talking with the narrator that I actually liked, mm-hmm. uh, but I have to be able to finance the project first. So it's going to cost me about like $3,000. Do you want
0: me to narrate it with my Boston accent?
2: I don't know. I'm kind of this <laughs> <silent> person. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah, yeah, right be there. nice for like local flavor or something, but um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. know I've already I'm already set on this particular person. Yeah, I'll stop the
0: like book it. up. Yeah, go, go oh. ahead.
2: No, my question is like when when all this is going
1: on and like you're promoting like this and like you know you're like you said you're working on like an audiobook version of someone else. Does it any of this take away from what you're writing for a new book? Like does it take time away from that?
2: Absolutely it does.
1: Yeah, does it break that focus at all that you might have too? Like I could just see that being a pain in the ass, you know?
2: Um it can. Um uh, but a lot of it is I do a lot of mental prep work when I go on my my walk. So I still manage to go, go on at least a, about a mile walk every day. Oh, nice. um, and I usually do a lot of brainstorming. So um, I do have a very general idea of what's going to, going to happen next. I have a couple of uh, outlines already. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's going to be like another... Like, like the next book that comes out, is still gonna be, you know, you're gonna deal with like lots of built up with, with conspiracy theories and, you know, you're basically getting ready to go into World War III. It's basically kind of like what happens. And so it yeah,
0: basically,
2: well, it, doesn't, it doesn't say anything, so I don't wanna to say too much without like spoiling it, but basically like the next book is setting up to the points where crap starts hitting the fan Okay, and it's going to get really, really bad, yeah. um, particularly for the for the main character here because he's not you know mentally well.
1: Ha- have you ever reached a point sometimes where you're writing and then you realize, fuck, like you just don't like what's going on. You've had to scrap a lot of what you've done, and it's been frustrating. I know that's happened with me before, and some of the. So
2: funny you should mention that. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, explain like the whole the history of this project now. So a number of years ago, uh, I think uh, before Modern Warfare 3 came out, I was playing Modern oh, Warfare 2. Yeah. And so the the initial concept of the story took place in um, uh, like like the end of the campaign of Modern Warfare 2. Okay. So if you don't know this, it's basically you have a group of mercenaries who uh, they, they don't fight for um, like the highest bidder. They fight for the, um, you know, what it is that they they believe in, and, and it's usually funded by you know the, the U.S. Now to make a long story short, uh, the U.S. betrayed the mercenaries. You know, uh, they basically became the fall, uh, fall people. And so I originally started this plan uh, as I was going basically it was just you know maybe a trilogy, may, maybe four books, something very small scale like that. It wasn't meant to be fantasy at all. Uh, And that was going to be another military conspiracy uh, thriller that was going to be designed to, uh, you know, the story was meant for seeking uh, justice for those who were betrayed by their country. Uh, And so, you know, I started outlining it. I wrote, I think I managed to get like somewhere between 40 to 60,000 words in and uh, lost passion for the project completely. Mm. Right? So put it on hold. The manuscript, the characters are still in there for all the notes. They're still saved on Google Drive somewhere um, that I can still access, um, but I haven't opened up since. And so now fast forward to September, Oh, let's say uh, like late July of last year. Last year. So, so, you know, just a little bit over a year ago now. And uh, what ended up happening was I started rewatching a couple of different uh, animes. Um, you know, it was like
0: X-rated versions or just uh... what was that X-rated anime?
2: Extroverted anime? No, these were I- introverted anime.
0: <laughs> uh, like X-rated like the, uh, the, the pornograph-
2: pornographic, pornographic
0: anime. Oh no! I watched oh. one the other day and I was pretty impressed by it. I was like, wow.
2: <laughs> Some of them are really fucking weird. <laughs> no.
0: No, sorry, that's a different one. No, no, no hentai. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah, So hentai.
2: Um, yeah, so one of them was Violent Evergarn and that one hooked me in because I thought that was going to be like a military uh, show and, and it wasn't uh, but it still drew me in because it, you know, dealt with a very sensitive topic that you don't see talked about much um, and that topic basically is if you have veterans on the front lines you know, they're coming back and a lot of them have you know, a couple of screws loose and some, you know, have undiagnosed mental illness and a lot of it's dealing with them, trying to reintegrate back into civilian life as a civilian to try to live, you know, as you know, a a civilian doesn't just how difficult it is to to do that. Uh, And um, that's when I wanted to revisit that initial concept. And I scrapped, like I said, like the words are still there. it's in a google drive somewhere i haven't looked at it since yeah and so i basically rewrote the outline to reflect this particular story took me about two weeks to do the outline um and then i wrote the initial draft the initial draft was about sixty-six thousand words uh if i'm remembering right and that took me two and a half weeks to write you know like one rough draft
0: jesus That's a lot of determination. How do you do you keep notes when you write or how do you basically like keep track of the storyline? And because I'm sure you have multiple storylines going off at once. Right. So you have different. And I always found this when I started when I was writing like, you know, like short movies and stuff or like uh, attempting to write like sitcoms and stuff like that back in my writing days, you would always try to keep there were were several parallels that were going. But at at some point, you got to keep track of each parallel. And then maybe they cross paths, maybe they don't. It all depends on how the situation's going. But how do you keep track of like what parallels going for one character and then to another character without forgetting or diluting the you know plot of said storyline?
2: Um. So I am a plotter. Um, I I pants my first novel. Never again.
0: Yeah.
2: Will I ever pants a novel? Uh, so I, I plot my my novels now. So how I typically go about what, it?
0: What's pants mean? What's that? What's the term? What does that mean? You just kind of winged it. You you start somewhere, yeah. and then you yeah.
2: just you just go. You don't have any idea where you're going. Okay,
0: all it. right.
1: But you should know your end
2: before your beginning,
0: pretty much. Which would make sense. That's yes. yeah, right. And then you figure out how to. I mean, make... I mean you should. Yeah.
2: You should. Not, not every pants are. Knows that take yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like the road trip. Yeah, the road like, trip you know, like uh, going,
2: actually, the, the most successful series I've I've seen that's done this is uh, the first law by Joe Abercrombie. Like the first book doesn't even have a plot. His, brother,
0: his brother, Finch was pretty good too. I was new.
2: Yeah. <laughs> F- Finch Abercrombie, yeah, the clothing store. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, I write. Uh, so how I will typically go about it is I basically when i start plotting i don't necessarily know where it's going to end yeah right okay so i i start you know like you know chapter 1 this is what i'm going to call this chapter and then i'll start you know bullet points okay this is this is generally this is what happens and then underneath and then underneath that sub points you know this is what I, this is what i want to be referencing this is what i want to be talking about so i have very detailed outlines mm-hmm. And then I go on to the next one, and then the next one, then the next one, the next one. Um, yeah, so that's generally how I keep things straight, okay. uh, and it works for for me fairly well, uh, and and definitely for people who are pantsers, uh, they don't get involved uh, with with uh, plots with plot lines, yeah, so, or, or plotting specifically. I remember there was. Um, Actually, one of the entire characters did this, uh, and they kind of ruined everything, um, but, but th- they made it better. Um, there was a point where I was just typing away, and I was not coherently thinking about the words I was typing. I was just, just typing away because one of the characters uh, became selfish and decided they wanted, wanted their own story. Uh, and so what was supposed to be a side character ended up being a very, very major character.
0: It was almost it's like just... when uh, on the Mary Tyler Moore show, when she had the, the lady that lived across the hall named Rhoda. And then the Mary Tyler Moore show goes off the air and Rhoda has her own sitcom. And she was supposed to be just like a side character. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, a 19... that's going, going to our 1970s uh, yeah. listeners of the show.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> always cool when shit takes on a life of its own like that. You know, yeah. it's, I think that's actually pretty neat.
0: I mean, in the creative world, I guess you can kind of establish your character's uh, destiny any way you like it. I guess, right? You can make it do whatever it wants, be whatever. Well,
2: yeah, but sometimes the character decides that's not going to do that.
0: Ah, ooh, that's deep. Which is what, which is which is what
2: happened there with that with that one character. Yeah.
0: Do you ever, for like context um, purposes, do you ever like find that sometimes you continue writing, but like? the worlds don't line up like there's so many context issues with it and if you do how do you repair it do you have to rewrite a whole content um so like for example like if you're writing along two characters and then you get to a certain point and you realize well character a got to this point but it's a discrepancy on how he got there it doesn't really make sense you Mm. rewrite and scrap throw everything away and rewrite it or do you um solution to that issue like it, some kind of idea of why it happened that way.
2: Yeah it depends on it, it's gonna depend uh, from like situation to situation so yeah um, so for example, uh, if that character needs to be there mm-hmm. and it doesn't quite make sense how they got there um, you can uh, you can, you can basically fix this one of two ways. Um, one of which, is to add a scene that leads to character a ending up in the the one spot Uh, or or b um you know put in like little easter eggs uh implying the possibility of them being there without explicitly telling them that that they're there okay Um, and a lot of that's going to depend upon like the type of effect that you'd be going for yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you want it to be out in the open, like yeah, you'd you'd like write an entire like scene as long as it still moves the plot forward a little bit or uh, serves the purpose to develop characters uh, to get them from point A to point B. Um, uh, or B, if you're going for like something like a thriller or a mystery uh, mystery factor, then then you don't want to flat out tell them that they're gonna be there uh, but you do want to leave enough like a little bit of a like an easter egg yeah uh, just to imply the possibility of them going going to that place so for this book um so for this book if you're reading it you're going to be asking one particular question i'm not going to tell you what question it is Uh you you'll you'll find out what the question is as soon as you're Now, when you're trying to figure out what this question is, the answer to the question. And yeah, there's little snippets along the way. Okay. You know, leading you to a possible answer to this question. Now come towards the end. You know, you're almost certain that you know the answer to the question. And then the last chapter happens. Yeah. And you see, now not only are you now asking the question again. But you're now also convinced that your answer was wrong.
0: So it sounds like marriage, right? Like you think you have <laughs> the, the question, and then you're very confident that's the case. And then you get to the answer and you realize it's wrong. You've been wrong the entire time. Yeah.
2: Basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah just, just like that. But you, you you know better than me. You're the one who's married.
0: You know, like when they say, <laughs> hey, do you like this color or this color? And you're confident that they like a certain color, and you're like, yeah, I'll go with that color. Because you know it's the right answer. And then they say, yeah, now we're going with this color. Okay, kind of something like that, right? It's kind of sounds like the same idea.
2: Same idea. Much higher stakes, though.
0: I don't know. You- the
2: stakes are so much higher.
0: <laughs> well, if, you, if your decision or my decision. <laughs> well, this decision. Joking, of course. That, listen, yeah. That is the holy grail. Legit. Yeah. Casey, where can we get your book? Send people in the right direction to get this thing. Where where, where are they looking for you? Right.
2: Uh, Amazon, obviously, is going to be the easiest place to find it because you can just type in Holy Grail. Holy Grail is the first thing that pops up. Um, You can find it on Barnes & Noble, but you do have to look uh, underneath the uh, pen name and not the actual book because either of these titles are saturated with a bunch of other books that are, uh, have like similar content. Yep,
0: Yeah. Um,
2: so it's much harder to find my book in Barnes and Nobles than it is uh, in Amazon.
0: Makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, he has Arafenio, Just Google his name. You could find this guy and all his collections uh, real quick before we end prediction for Sunday night's football game, Tom Brady coming back to doing one. What do you think is going to happen?
2: I, I, I mean, I have a feeling that Tom Brady's probably going to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Below. you think it's going to be a kind of a, a close knit game. here? Yeah, like the Patriots going to play above their, their uh, level and kind of keep it competitive. Well, you think uh, Tom Brady breaks the record for making the most touchdowns on a team?
1: Oh, here's. Can I, can I get my input here?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going to say no. 38 to 10 bucks, but I don't think, I think they're going to be more focused on the run game because Brady's addicted to winning, not necessarily making it be about him and you know, Belichick's preparing for the pass, but I think they're going to run it because it's all they have to do because our run defense blows. So they're just going to freaking run the ball down our throats and destroy us.
0: I would agree with that. If Belichick was the coach of Tampa Bay, but you have uh, uh, the mental ill patient with his face, I think it's 72 to three 72 to three <laughs> to be the uh, to Tom three. Brady's going to break not just the passing record because he's he, has, he needs 68 yards to 67 yards to do that on Sunday and when he's going to break it yeah. he will break the most points scored on a team on another team he'll mm-hmm. get that record so that's two records and he'll also get the record for being the only NFL player to ever beat all 32 teams in the NFL so Tom Brady's going to walk away with at least three records on Sunday um as the Patriots are going to be the uh the victim of the crime and so basically, uh,
1: yeah, you and I can agree. We're not taking the under. No, no. Um, <laughs>
0: I, I can tell you right now that Mac Jones will not be starting the third quarter. Yeah. I think that goes out. I think we're going to see Brian, the destroyer Hoyer out there <laughs> because they possibly, they, I, I don't, I, I think he's, I think the poor kid is going to have his uh head rattled. He's going to be so, you remember like Donaldson last year when he was in the jets and they, he was seeing ghosts. Yes. Uh, I think Mac Jones is gonna be seeing ghosts. Oh, yeah, we're I, gonna be talking I, no. about this. I could be completely wrong. And this could be a competitive game, and maybe this is what they were the whole the whole year was just made for this game. And uh maybe Tom has a little bit of jitters in his stomach. Maybe he feels a little nostalgic and he feels like he's not in his right mind, and this actually gets to him because it's the place where he started. It's his own, it's his it's legit, it's his home. He's going to the hall of fame in this team. And this is this is his baby. He's he established himself here. But, and, you know, you feel a little jitter. It's like, go and see your first girlfriend, right? And then, like, you go, like, you, you, haven't, you haven't seen her in years, right? You haven't seen her in, like, 20 years. And then you run into her at the mall, right? You have the squirrel one mall. And, you like, maybe you're buying, I don't know, or maybe you're looking for, like, a greeting card or something because someone's, like, wedding or something. You're at the CVS, right? And you're sitting there, and it's like, you know, you have, you have beef jerky in this hand, and you have, like, a wedding card in this hand. And here comes your, your, your first girlfriend. You haven't seen her in 15 years. Uh, comes in with her husband, a very nice looking guy, he was bucking Bronco. You know, this guy looks like he wrangles cattle on the weekends, yes. and there's two beautiful kids and stuff like this. And you sit there and you like, well, this could have been this could have been it, right? But you, but you have the better situation going on, but you just buckled right there to that because you realized, you know, that that is that. And then, you know, then CVS goes out of business. And now when you work at the mall, you have to go to the bodega to get a you know, Arizona ice. wow. Tea. that's
1: a <laughs> Out of thinking,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, it could be, that could be it too. It right. could be it. <laughs> it happens, but uh, Casey, as always, a pleasure. Arminius, I'm sorry,
2: yes, Arminius, it's, it's always, always a pleasure, man.
0: We'll it always be, you it always be the K in my life.
2: Oh, no, the the K K my J, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm also the only one that you nearly successfully killed.
0: That's right, we almost got killed That's by right. an 18 wheel of gas truck at two o'clock in the morning. So,
2: yeah, imagine
0: how I run that rotary red light.
2: I don't know. Just like it just parked right in the middle of a four yeah. like a like a four-way uh highway.
0: Yeah, won't do that again. He never asked me for a ride after that. Nope. <laughs> it's my I learned my lesson the first time. Yeah, I don't blame him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. Check out his book, The Holy Grail.
1: Good seeing you, Casey, man.
0: Minias Alfinio, search it on Amazon and all your internet needs, and we'll talk to you soon. What, what was this always, always good to have case report i don't know why we that's odd when you remove someone from like the zoom just to get them out like mm. the thing it like it prompts you to report them
1: that's interesting like huh. it's
0: assuming that they're doing something they're doing supposed do
1: something wrong yeah, like report was, this man
0: jerking, that's like that guy from cnn who was jerking off during the like the uh Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, bro. Shit, you can, so, you gotta, he was just getting really like over. Oh, like, oh, yeah, okay, so. <laughs> you oh, guys' cameras on because you know there's one person that's not going to say anything, they're just going to sit there, they're gonna have that camera, they're gonna be like,
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah,
0: well uh, I see you f- trying to get a fly, which actually related to you setting really easily with that buyer act because I'm sure there's probably a lot of fruit flies there.
1: Yeah, I got that, motherfucker yeah I got him.
0: I got a couple of my house from the contractors that the door open, we're going in and out.
1: Yeah, another pain in the ass. Yeah, they're my uh them.
0: dog Nola was chasing the fucking fly around all day yesterday. Yeah, that was her activity for the day. So all right, that does the show. Mr. Yes. Uh, Adam, do you plug in Anything?
1: No, nothing real. Nothing really
0: going on right now. Yeah, rolling potato, all that stuff.
1: There, you can always check it out. Yeah, it's there.
0: There you go. And you get me on uh you guys are here on the Packy. You guys here on the ID84 show. DJ ID84 is several avenues where you get the show. So um, next week, we get guests booked all the way to November. Isn't that exciting? Awesome. I should have this prepped. I had the calendar up. Of course, I'm getting the spinning ball of death here. Um, we have a female coming on.
1: Oh, who is it? Who's our guest next
0: week? Uh, I'll tell you right now. It is a comedian named Jessica Brodkin. And she'll be joining us from, I believe, New York City. So
1: Another New Yorker.
0: Awesome, feminine, feminist girl, feminist, feminism to the show. Cause is there's... she
1: really? Oh boy! <laughs> no, I don't think she
0: is. I don't know. I actually i don't know. But that yeah. we could always use one to really put us in check. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: I, I, you keep turning to the left, and you are looking at it look. It looks like you're looking at the bald guy who's at your loa. Uh, <laughs> like he's saying something to you, and you're trying to respond to him. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just waiting for something to fall over here. I just noticed some uh, stuff piled up.
0: That's always good. Yeah. yeah. Your Funkle, it would be man buried. Mm. Built by Funko Pop collection. Yeah. He was at six. All right, Sarah. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. All
1: right, man. Catch you later. Peace.